0: Going to do something a little bit different uh, this week, folks, on the bottom bins extra. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. We are going to be doing a top 10 list of Premier League players here. We have 10 players to run through um, today um, and what we're going to be doing is placing them in a ranking of 1 to 10. We want you as well to get involved and let us know whether you agree with our decisions, whether you think we're talking wet. (laughs) But we've got 10 players to run through. Orin is going to let you know who those players are and we will be ranking them 1 to 10 based on this current Premier League season. Now, look, There are some players, there will be some notable exceptions here um, and look, we didn't want to fill it with too many players, players from, from one club, yeah. you know, we yeah. wanted to try and spread, spread this that. out amongst the Premier League so yeah. there are going to be some notable exceptions like Martinelli's not in this yeah. list um, like Bruno Fernandez isn't in yeah. this list um, the, look there's, there's a few players that are notable exceptions and and look, don't hammer us for that you know we wanted to try and keep this as fairly as possible so we 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 just picked 10 players we picked 10 players this season and basically what we're going to do is we're going to rank them so we're going to start off then with everybody's number 10s Mm -hmm. um and we're just going to work our way up from there
1: well first of all we'll say the list of players that we've got so people at home can can rank them themselves um and and see if they agree with us or if they they completely disagree with us. Yes. So we had Odegaard, we had Saka, we had Harkane, um we had Holland, Rashford, De Bruyne, Casemiro, uh, Matoma, Ivan Tony, and Bruno Gimaraes. So everybody's number 10 then.
0: Uh, for my number 10, I have taken Bruno Gimaraes. Um, I think Newcastle are having an exceptional season this season, and by no means just because I have him in here at number 10, I'm not saying he is like the worst player on this list, this is just my personal preference. Um, I've gone for uh, Gimoresh at number 10, Uh, Newcastle phenomenal this season, but um, I think uh, Gimoresh has missed a few games this season through injury. and I, th- that's just something that worries me. I would be afraid that um, because he's missed a few games through injury that hopefully this isn't going to be sort of a, a recurring problem for the fella. But, you know, you only have to watch him yesterday against United to realise just how good he is. He mm-hmm, yeah. completely controls the tempos of games. He, he is Newcastle's best player by a long shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the fact that they that they managed to, to sign him last January, or, well, not the January past, but the January previous, Um is just a testament to, to the recruitment that Newcastle can do, and if they can get more players of a similar ilk to that to there will be a real, real force in the league. So I'm going to Gimerice number 10.
1: Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Um, I am disagreeing, to be honest, but, uh, like, Gimmarais was always going to be, in my, well, in my opinion, he was going to be in our top uh, two or three anyway of, of, or sorry, in our bottom two or yeah. three anyway of this list anyway. Um, But for number 10, I even went for Matoma, um, Look, Matoma's been brilliant for Brighton. Absolutely phenomenal. And as, as Connor said, like these are top, top performers in the Premier League. So even if they are bottom of the list, it does by no means mean that they're worse than these players. At least they made the list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you like, just made the list. You just made the list, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jericho. Um, but like Matoma's been absolutely phenomenal for Brighton, especially since Trossard left. Um, he really, really, really stepped up. Um, the only reason I would put him further down the list than Bruno Gimaraes, because Gimaraes, spoiler, is my number nine, it's just because of the league position. Like, um, Even though Brighton really should not be anywhere near European places, and I think Matoma is a huge, huge part in that, um, I just think Bruno Gimaraes getting Newcastle firmly into the Champions League contention and in third place at the minute uh, just puts him a, a bit above them in the list.
2: Yeah, I, I'm the same as you boys. I have Bruno in 10th. Um, obviously a top player, but he has missed a bit of game time. You can see how vitally is for newcastle uh even yesterday it was just unbelievable and then matoma in ninth a, a top player you know seven goals three assists uh i probably i put him ninth it's obviously like if you're ninth ninth best player in the Premier league you're obviously a top player it's just more maybe at the start of the year he wasn't in as much and now he's really hit for him um but he's just so exciting to watch as well yeah um, just takes players on like in the box he's taking on more players than anybody in Europe he just goes out players and his finishings really improved and mm-hmm. he scored some big goals even the goal against Liverpool in the FA Cup but um, he would be 9 for me so there's Bruno 10 Matoma
0: 9. nine. Uh, well yeah sorry I've, I've gone Matoma at 9 yeah. as well um, I've just been really really impressed with um, Matoma from his c- uh, come into the Brighton um, setup I think he's really really lit the world alight and look it was very very difficult to place um, you know Bruno or, or Matoma above or, or below one another, I, I do think they are of a similar ilk, I just think Matoma, again, the same, same thing that I said about um, Gimerich Matoma is a testament to the recruitment team at, at Brighton, the fact that they can just pick out these players that are, are really really solid, and the thing is like if Matoma was to leave, you know, say uh, this summer, not not that I think that's going to happen, but like Brighton could command 45-50 million for Matoma, no problem, like and People would pay it. Um, I just think if i come coming to the side, you know, I'd say a lot of people, whenever Potter left and then whenever um, Trossard left, a lot of people were probably going, God, Brighton's really going to struggle. But mm-hmm. this guy has really, really stepped up. It's almost, you would almost say now under Deserby, Brighton are a better team.
2: Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, yeah, Matoma M- M- is my,
1: my number nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's hard to disagree. Um, like, I, I had a feeling that our bottom two were going to be the same anyway, and mine's just the opposite way around. It's Bruno Gimarish. Um, can't say anything more than I I already said got them into the Champions League places, firmly into the Champions League places and um, with the Premier League more and more looking like the game's going to be won and lost in midfield he can really do it all he can defend, he can attack, he can score goals he'd uh, put in a last ditch tackle so yeah, Bruno Guilmarais is deservedly on this list and he's my number nine Um, So for
0: my number eight then, um, I've gone Casemiro uh, this, I'm sure, a lot of people sitting there at home are probably thinking, "Why is he putting a United player so do- so low down the list?" Um, so for the other names that we have in this list, I have just felt um, that, look, I'm always the type of player, or because I'm I'm a striker myself, I always sort of look towards the forward players. Maybe maybe that's a personal bias in myself. Maybe I discredit some of the defensive ability that, that um players are able to do. But I think Casemiro has been fantastic since he's signed for Manchester United. Um I think he's revolutionized United's midfield when he's played and that that is probably the reason why I have him idiot. I think his red card record is really beginning to annoy me. He's missing a lot of football um at the minute and that's probably why I have him so so low down this list. But in terms of an actual footballer and an actual talent, he is absolutely phenomenal I feel blessed um, to get to watch him week in, week out, well when he's not (laughs) retired. I feel blessed (laughs) to get to watch him week in, week out because he is a superior footballer, a a phenomenal talent and I actually think from his left Madrid and come to United I think his game's hit another level to be honest, he's more involved in the goals, he's more involved in in assists and I think he he looks overall like a better all round player now um, at, at Man United so I'm just hoping that that's Casemiro's here and plays at this level for, for more years to come
1: Completely agree I have Casemiro at number 8 myself and yeah everything you just said yeah. uh, I can only echo it to be honest
2: I was going to say the same it's just it's not due to how he's playing it's more down to not playing enough games you know every game he plays for us he's vital but he's been sent off twice he's missed how I many seven games seven games yeah he missed a bit at the start because he didn't come in late yeah. you know he didn't start every game I think he's played 19 games he might have started 15, 16 of them yeah um, but he is obviously an unbelievable player completely underrated I think at Madrid and he's just going to get better I think with United as the games go on but he just needs to play more definitely you know and if you go like it's obviously not an insult either he's been United's second best player this year yeah Um. but yeah there's players on the list who've just played more games and just contributed more to their side
0: yeah agreed lad agreed um, my number 7 um, pick I am going with um Ivan Toney um, and at number seven, I think he is having an absolutely phenomenal season. Um, he could be higher up this list, if not for uh, another two strikers um, within this league that are just, unfortunately, are just outperforming him at the minute. And uh, But Tony is, has been absolutely excellent. He is Brentford's best player. The fact that they're having this this record-breaking season that they're having, the, it largely comes down to... Ivan Tony because he is the guy that drags them through games, he puts the ball in the back of the net um, when they need it most and he is just a fantastic footballer. It's unfortunate I have him at seven here because he is going to get a ban at, at whatever stage he's going to get a ban and I think when he gets a ban, unfortunately, Brantford are going to struggle with, without him um, but it's literally, the, the ban is the only sort of negative thing I can say about Tony. Um but yeah, I've I've i Tony in at number seven.
1: Uh, I've went a bit a wee bit left field. I've went Kevin De Bruyne at number seven. Um, look, obviously having a phenomenal season, 18 goal contributions in the league, is five goals and 13 assists. Um, he's been he's been vital in Manchester City once again, uh, providing a, a title charge. Um, very similar. I, I like I've I've Tony coming in at number six. Um, it really was a toss up between the two. Um, I just I went with Kevin De Bruyne just because. He's still not matching the numbers he was. He, he does usually get. Well, where this season we're seeing him more in the um, assist category. Um, last season, and we're kind of used to him getting double figures in, in his uh, goal and con- his its goal contributions primarily. Like he had fifteen goals last season in the Premier League, um, and he's been absolutely phenomenal. But he's coming in at my number seven just because they're not top. If, if City were top, I think it would be much higher up the list mm-hmm. because if City's top of the league, you could bet your house that uh, a large portion of that is down to Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and that's the only reason he's not higher up on my list. So yeah, my number seven is Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, my number
2: seven was Kevin De Bruyne too. Um, it was just more to do with,
1: he has been good this
2: season, but he's kind of dipped up and down. Even Pep says, or said it's points like he hasn't wasn't playing as well. He does step up on the big games against Arsenal and Liverpool, he has been very good. But I just think there's. I think Ivan Tony's just been better, and I think he's been huge for uh, Brantford. He scored like 17 goals for assists, especially for a side like Brentford. That is massive. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like City are such a good side. They have other players that contribute, like Bernardo Silva, you know, Grealish, Morris, Foden they have other players that have stood up in different moments. Yeah. While for Brantford, it has been Tony has yeah. stood up so many times for them. And I just think he's just more. He's just. Like if he gets a ban, Brentford would be in big trouble. He's mm-hmm. just bigger for the squad, so yep. I've went De Bruyne in seven and then Tony in six. Tony in six. Yeah,
0: well, my, I, I've gone a wee bit different with with my number six. Um, I have Marcus Rashford, and um, at number six, uh, I think Rashford has had um, a really, really great campaign. And it, it's as a Manchester United fan, it's great to see Rashford back playing with a smile on his face and back amongst the goals. And I think this is the Rashford that really United fans thought. Was we, we were going to get. You know, we're seeing arguably the best the best player in, in Manchester United's team um, and, and definitely the guy that can pull them through a game. Um, the only reason I have Rashford so low down, guys, is just because over the course of the season, there was an eight-week period there where I think it was there was no doubt about it Rashford was the best footballer on the planet. It had to be. Since then, he has dipped significantly. And pre-the World Cup, he was okay. He wasn't setting the world alight. You know, he got a goal against Liverpool. And he got against uh, a goal against Arsenal, but our two goals against Arsenal. Sorry, but other than that, there was games where he was going completely unnoticed. and And I remember, I remember that distinctly, sticking with me at the start of the season. I, I think if we had it on this podcast right from week one, one of the players I would have been most critical about in those early weeks for United oh, yeah. was probably Rashford. So that's why I have Rashford so low down the list. Um. Not that I don't love him, I, he is my favourite footballer, that's um, it's just a fact anybody that knows me knows that Rashford's my favourite player um, in the world, but uh, I just think over the course of the season as a whole, I just couldn't get him into, I, I couldn't get him above any of the guys that I have in, in the top five over, over over the course of the whole season.
1: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, I, I've mentioned it already, I'm afraid, I went for Ivan Um not many more reasons I can give than what you gave for him to be your number seven. Um, He's just a very, very, very good player and I think he's the primary reason that Brentford are so high up and uh, really, really challenging for Champions League spots and it looks like they're kind of dead on on getting at least European football of some degree. Um which is a huge, huge achievement for Brentford Football Club. We've seen that they really are a community team. Um, and Ivan Toney, he's, he's been in the Premier League before with Newcastle and it didn't work out for him. He went and uh, perfected his craft or uh, learned his craft playing through League One in Peterborough before moving on to, to Brentford. And he's been absolutely phenomenal for Brentford and, and fair play to them. He's putting up good numbers. He put up good numbers last season and now we're seeing... And even better, even Tony, and he broke into the England team for the first time yep. Uh, yep. in his career. So it's a testament to the fella, to be honest. Yep. And he definitely would get a big move if it wasn't, wasn't for, the, for the ball for the what's ball. going on. Yeah. Because yeah. I
2: think he would not look at a place at any of the top sides. No. Because he is a really, really good player, mm-hmm. and he's a good finisher as well. He's a good hold-up play. He's a lot, like he's, he's only 5'10", but ten, you just think he's bigger?
1: Ah, he looks bigger, does He's like just bigger, now.
2: isn't he? Just strong on the ball. Um that's why he's in the number six as well just same reasons just he scores so many goals and without him Brantford would not be in the bottom half yeah you know so
0: um at number five i've gone kevin de Bruyne. um Again, guys, similar to what you guys were saying, you know, I don't think by De Bruyne's standards this has been his, his best season. I'd say he's probably still looking at it going, I could I could contribute more. I don't think that's a De Bruyne problem as much as it is uh, City being in transition and, and playing with Haaland now, sort of trying to get used to one another. But if you look this season, Haaland and De Bruyne have actually Combined for the most goals um, it, as, as a geo in the Premier League this season. So um, I think it's going to take a wee bit of getting used to. But I fully expect, you know, next season when, when City have that sort of transition over and, and they're playing their football again, I do expect De Bruyne to be putting those those similar numbers up again. But I think it's, I, to me personally, I couldn't justify um, not putting De Bruyne in, in the top five players. I, I still think he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I think it's crazy that a guy who has 18 goal contributions in the league, isn't it mad how we're saying that's an underwhelming season mm. for a guy like that, no. you know? I think that's just a testament to how good Kevin De Bruyne is. And I think by the time his career is said and done, he will definitely be spoken about in, in the similar, in the same ilk as Scholes, Gerard Lampard, Keane Vieira. He is that, that, that ilk of a oh, yeah. midfielder.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um, I went for Harry Kane in number five. Um I understand that Hurricane really, really could be way way further up this list. Um but it, for me it was it was going to be between Hurricane and Rochford for between fourth and fifth. And I don't know if it's just Bass or whatever it is, but I've put Hurricane in fifth and I've put Rashford in fourth. Um look, Hurricane's been absolutely phenomenal this season, especially in the Premier League. Twenty one goals, two assists, especially when you really consider that Spurs have not been at it. Um but he's the reason that Spurs are still Somewhat in a tight in a, in a top four uh, contention. Um, they've obviously had their problems with their manager. They've had real real problems in the attacking department with Richarlison coming in for 50, 60, 70 million, whatever it was. And um, has he still not scored a league goal? No, uh, has no, he scored a, scored a league one. goal this no. season? Um, so Harikian, a testament to him, he's he's doing what he does best, scores goals, especially at his age. Um, we're seeing him drop in the in the um deeper areas as well to get the ball before moving in transition and getting further up the field and we're seeing him a lot more in the box with his, his head and ability and all as well um, he's been absolutely phenomenal and yeah he's my number 5
2: yeah I've went for Marcus Rashford number 5 uh, I know what you're saying about like his depth performances especially yesterday where he was really poor but I think that's just down to like he's injured like he is Aye. he's not fit um, but this season he's been superb he's scored 14 goals in the Premier League from like a w- the winger position, um, top, top player, uh, scored like 30, like United have only scored like 41, 42 goals this season, yeah. he scored 14 of them, you yep. know, he is, he has been United's best performer, or best performer, Uh, I do agree with you, I think like at the start of the season, I definitely would have been like you, yeah, I had to give him a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. because he didn't start off well, but that form he had, even after the World Cup, was just unbelievable, and without him, we'd, we'd be fr- way further down the table, and, I do think he does need to kick on now and keep performing at this because if you're going to do it at the end of the season, maybe he'll drop down. Yeah. But I just think this season he has he has been brilliant, like yeah. And I wouldn't have been his biggest fan at times because I think his finishing at times was very up and down. But this season he has been finishing very very well.
0: Yeah. No. Look at it, It's like we were saying there before we even started this list. Like these these are ten mm-hmm. fantastic players. Yeah. It's it is no disrespect to these players. Like one being above the other or whatever. Like yeah. you know they are it's just our own personal
2: preference you're like top 10 in the Premier League that's an achievement
0: exactly like so exactly. Um, so for my 4th I've went Harry Kane um, I have him just above De Bruyne and just above Rashford um, I think to have 21 goals in a side as defensive as Tottenham is, should be an achievement and I'm sorry, I think he should win a trophy for that <laughs> to be honest Um it, I completely agree with you as well, Owen. The sole reason why Tottenham are still in any sort of Champions League yeah. sniff when you consider all the all the turmoil that Spurs have had both on and off the pitch this mm-hmm. season. Yeah. I've said it for years, and I'm sticking by my guns. If I could have one striker at Manchester United, I want Harry Kane. I just love everything about him. I think he is, aside from Holland, I think he is the best striker in the world. Um, I love watching him. I love everything he gives. He's a great goal scorer. He can operate in midfield. His passing range is excellent. I, I, I'm just a big, big fan of Harry Kane. So I have him in at fourth place.
1: Yeah, it's uh, look. As I said, it's it's hard to disagree between fourth and fifth for me. Um, I, I've went with Marcus Rashford for the reasons that both of you have, have said um, for. Having him in your positions, I just think Rossford's been integral for Manchester United this season. We do we have seen rather in the last two or three games he's kinda of went back to what he was like last season, getting a bit lazy and stuff. But I do think that's just as as Dorman said, down to being injured. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. and us having to rely on him once again, being injured. Um but yeah. He's probably the reason that we're in the position we are as well, to be 100% honest when you're looking at the likes of Harry Kane and his uh, instrumental value to Tottenham Hotspur, Rashford's really our main source of goals this mm-hmm. season um, in all competitions so um, it's uh, for me, that's the only reason why he's, he's higher than Kane, he's higher than De Bruyne in my list, Um, obviously when you look at stats, there's players there with more goal contributions yeah. than, than uh, Marcus Rashford, but for a winger to be producing these types of numbers, um, yeah, for me it was a no-brainer to put him in number four.
2: Yeah, I've went for Harry Kane in fourth. Um, just the same reasons as you, Connor. Um, all around, just an unbelievable player. Maybe all around, maybe you'd have to put him up there. He's one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. Um, Twenty-one goals in that Tottenham team. That has been so poor. Son's not been added. Richarlison's not been added. Kuliszewski can't stay fit. You know, they've lost midfielders he just has to do it all, doesn't he? Like, Yeah. yeah. And like, without him, obviously, God knows where they'd be. Uh, just week in, week out, super, super player. And he scored 21. There's no doubt, like there's 10 games left. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to 30. 30 yeah. Because he just has it in him. Like tonight, I just think Everton, he'll, he'll stand up. He stands up for Tottenham. Yeah. And that's why he deserves a bigger and better club than Tottenham. Like a, you know, a team that's competing for trophies because he is that good. Yeah. You know, like a, Man United would be a good move for him I know he 30 but every season he's scoring 20 plus goals, goals yeah. and even some of those seasons he's missing games and so he's yeah. still scoring um, so definitely he came fourth and he kind of goes under the radar a wee bit yeah. I feel you know a lot of people I even see for England he scored like 55 goals all time top scoring a lot of us used to like oh who was it against who scored but like all these players play these teams. Yeah. He's still scoring week in, week out. He's played like 81, 82 games for England, 55, 56 goals. Yep. Like that's some going for Spurs. He's brilliant. He'll, if he stays in the Premier League, he's going to be the all time top scorer. Top goal scorer. Yeah. So it's just this all round play. Yeah, He has to do everything in that. Yeah, I know.
0: Agreed, lad. Agreed. I think if he did go to United, he could be more of a striker mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to doing what he's doing at the moment. Can middle. you
2: imagine? him in the Man City team like oh. how many he scored even more Jesus
0: yeah it would be scary it would be scary um, my pick for third then guys I've gone for um, arguably one of my I hate saying that because he plays for Arsenal like, but he's arguably one of my favourite footballers too <laughs> Bukai Osaka uh, just a joy to watch to be honest I think I always forget that he's 21 years of age and when I when somebody tells me or when I remind myself that he's 21 years of age it shocks me I yeah. almost think to myself how can you be that good at twenty-one? It shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> like who allowed you to be that good at twenty-one years of age? Um first Arsenal player to hit double figures in goals and assists since Alexis Sanchez. I think that's an incredible stat as well. It just shows, even though he is twenty-one, the maturity at which he plays with and he is he 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 is the bright spark for Arsenal. He he is the one guy that creates something out of nothing and he is a joy to watch and deservedly I think will win. No, because I said this last week, yeah, I had him for Young Player of the Year, but you're oh, holding. Like... Oh, it'll be a shame because then I don't think he will win a Player of the Year trophy. Uh, he deserves one though. I think they should make an award for Saka. <laughs> the just the nice player I award. Think,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to I have to disagree a little. Um, I went with Martin Odegaard at number three, and I think Connor, you're going to have him in number one. Um, but yeah, I went for Martin Odegaard, number three. Um, ten goals, seven assists. Uh, he's obviously been absolutely phenomenal for Arsenal and Integral in their in their title charge. Um, the only reason he's not in the top two is obviously because we still have Erling Haaland, who <laughs> has fucking ridiculous numbers. Um <laughs> to me, Bukayo Saka has been the best player in the league this year. Um, so I went Martin Odegaard because I just think... <laughs> this Oh, no, I'm lying to <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I just think if I know it's difficult because Bakao Saka didn't start the other day, and it's the only reason that my mind is kind of fucking switching and making yeah. me think. I maybe put Bakao Saka in the third and Martin Odegaard number one. But b- taking out um, the Leeds game, I think if you take Martin Odegaard out of the team, um, there is the likes of Amel Smithrow who look, by no means am I saying he's going to get the same numbers as Odegaard or provide the same sort of um, tactical ability that Odegaard does in every Arsenal game. Um, you're, you're, you're going round with your microphone today, lot off the table. Like? I whammyed my elbow off the table. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, I'm going to go more than Odegaard in third, just because I think if you take Sack out of the team for an extensive period of time, the goals will dry up a bit more. Um, but, again, Martin Odegaard, what a player.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Odegaard as well. The point, the argument you could make is the one you said about Saka wasn't there yeah. for the Leeds game and still play well, but I just think, like, if Odegaard wasn't there, they would have destroyed Leeds anyway. But Odegaard's just a top player, 12 goals, 7 assists, all around. Like, he, what's underrated about him is kind of, like, the work he puts in as well it's just not like he just sits there you know he's he's working hard in midfield mm-hmm. he's pressing players you know he's playing that style under Arteta and a player that has kind of came out of nowhere because there was talk was he even going to go back to Arsenal were they looking him back but it, how much did he pay like 30 million for him
0: 30 million or 35 million like I a think. steal yeah.
2: like unbelievable it's just like a toss up between him and Saka mm-hmm. who's been better I just Saka I just, it's just so exciting to watch Saka isn't he like Odegaard obviously does the hard work and he, he is more creative and without him they would Miss him, but I think I think he is. The, I think he is going to just miss out to Saka on the Player of the Year.
0: Well, I think we're all agreed with number two. Yeah, I assume we all have Erling Haaland. Yeah, yeah. And what more can to. we say other than just goals, goals, goals? goals. goals. I, I don't think I've ever seen a striker come into the Premier League and have this kind no. of impact. Um, and it, it's it's just if this was any other season, it is just like kind of a shame because City aren't top of the league. So mm-hmm. that is the reason why he's maybe going to miss out to an Arsenal player for the player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has been a transitional time under City. They are trying to learn how to play with him. But Jesus Christ, if they're learning how to play, play with him and he's still putting up these numbers, what's he going to be like when they do know how to play yeah. with him? You know, how many more is he going to score? Are we looking at a guy who maybe only plays in the Premier League for four years, five years and hits a ridiculous number of goals because it seems that's the way it's going to be. Look, like, we all know why City signed Haaland. They want him to be the catalyst to win the Champions League, but I don't think that's going to happen this season. But give it maybe a couple of years and, and I think that's a realistic prospect.
1: Definitely. Definitely, no, I can't disagree. I've, I've Haaland in number two as well. Um, ridiculous numbers. The only reason he is number two for me is they're on top of the league. Um, Arsenal's yep. kind of run away with it in recent weeks, and look, there's still a lot more games to be played. There's still a, a lot of influence that could be had. And Erling Haaland could be one of the most influential players, and in, and swift in swinging the title race rather, um, in Manchester City's way. Um, but just for me, I think Bukayo Saka has been better than them this season.
2: Yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with that. I just think Arsenal are gonna win the league, so. So Arsenal player's going to get it, and I think Saka's going to get it. Like, Holland has 28 goals. He's going to get 30-plus. There's yep. no doubt about that. There's 10 games left if he can stay fit. He could even reach 40. Um, And what a, what a player he's been. And as you, as you said, he's come into the league, and he's just... The people were questioning him, like Roy Channing. <laughs> he questioned him. <laughs> and he has oh been God. proven wrong every week. He yeah. said he... I don't even think... he said he he, he he
0: wouldn't hit double figures in the Premier League oh my (laughs) god
2: he has proven him wrong
1: ridiculous he had double figures in like the first three games uh,
2: (laughs) he has been unbelievable the argument is maybe some people would say sometimes City maybe he'd play a bit better without him as a team because they're trying to work their way around him Um, but like when you're scoring goals like that you just can't have him they will figure it out
0: like they will they're going to figure it out eventually and when they do figure it out well fuck you my bottom down the hatches because I know (laughs) it's game over that'll That'll not not be a fun that'll not be a fun period in the Premier League (laughs) um number one then guys I have yeah um I've done the reverse of what you guys have I have gone Martin Odegaard number one um I do wax lyrical about Odegaard to be honest I really really like him um the reason I have put him at number one just is um he is Arsenal's captain um and I think that is a role within teams that has gone a wee bit underappreciated, whereas this season I feel like captains have been really in the debate and it seems as though being a captain is more important now um, than it had been in, in previous years. You know, We had quotes from players a couple of years ago you know, saying things like, being the captain isn't necessarily that important, you're just like a figure on the pitch, whereas now I feel like the captains are having a more actual direct influence on what's happening on the pitch. And I think Odegaard is one of those guys who is a model captain. Um I like the way I like his leadership style. You can see the players all respect him. There's just something about Arsenal this season. They have this kind of mentality and this real team ethic. And I think oh, there is none that show it more so than Martin Odegaard. Mm-hmm. Um on the pitch, okay, fair enough on the pitch maybe doesn't have the same contribution numbers as Saka, but just on the point you guys are making, guys, that if you think if you took Odegaard out of the team, Arsenal still wouldn't struggle. I actually disagree. I think you could take Saka out of the team and they're they're all right with cover. They still have Trossard and um like Smith Row can play it on the wing and stuff as well. Whereas I think if you do take I think there's a noticeable difference if you take Odegaard out of the team and put Fabio Vieira um into the side. I do think there is a, a big sort of gulp um in, in quality or big gap in quality there. So for me, I just think Odegaard has been the best player in the Premier League this season, but listen, it's like we were saying, like you could go Saka, yeah, you yeah. could go Odegaard, you could go Holland, yeah, you could yeah, go yeah. Rashford, you could go to you could go anybody you wanted to at number one. You know what I mean? These these are the top ten players, are will the streamline top ten that we think. Um, so for me, just personally, I think if Arsenal go on and win the Premier League, I think that Martin Odegaard will be the Premier League player of the year.
1: Yeah, uh, as you said, look any of these players could have been number one 100%, especially between Odegaard and Saka and, and Erling Haaland of course. Um, just personally I've went for Bakao Saka think Bakao Saka is absolutely phenomenal. I think he is one of the best players in world football let alone in the Premier League. Um, he has 12 goals, 10 assists and 29 appearances for Arsenal this season off the wing. That is absolutely fabulous. <laughs> this is a fella who came into the Arsenal side in left back and he's played I would say every position bar goalkeeper since he's since he broke into the first team of Arsenal and he's absolutely excelling on the right wing. And he reminds me of a, a certain Welsh winger who came through the ranks at uh, Southampton before going to Spurs. Um, I think he really could emulate a career, much like Gareth Bale. Hopefully not towards the end of Gareth Bale's career, like. but um, yeah, Bakao Saka... Good really, golfer, is he? Quality golfer, <laughs> quality golfer. <laughs> Bakao Saka genuinely has the quality to be... One of the top, top forwards in world football, and he is the quality to play for the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, the top that teams man, in th- the I world. I think he already is. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. At 21, yeah. do you know what I mean? 21. I know is we keep saying ridiculous. this. It's m- it's mental. Like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, Why are more people not talking about Saka? This oh, is, I don't understand this. This is absolute madness. Like, he is a generational talent. I know that gets thrown around so many times, no, but agree, a love. generational talent. I agree is Bakao people were conferring Foden to this guy
0: yeah it, there's no comparison to be made here
1: no uh, Bakao broke away um, he's in a league of his own and what a player honestly it's it's hard as a man United fan to accept that Arsenal are fucking back to be honest because they've been one of our biggest rivals for years and years and years but when you see a player like Bakao Saka you know there's something special there well
0: as a it. football fan you have to appreciate good yeah. footballers it's, it's
1: like when you looked at Hazard when he played for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, so good. You couldn't watch Eden Hazard and not be like, "Fucking hell, he's real. Yeah, but this this kid is he's different really Like, and he's deservedly for me in my number one spot, and I think he's going to win the Player of the Year.
2: Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. Saka is just so good to watch, and like teams are doubling him and tripling him, and he's still (laughs) scoring goals. Like, I remember like when we played them, like we we didn't double him, and he took shots. The cleaners like he just destroyed him. and even like against Newcastle first ten minutes they put down birds on him, and they just realized right we have to triple this man because he will destroy us. Um, I just contributes so much on his finish and it's brilliant. So under I think he's very underrated as a finisher. Like mm-hmm. you hardly see him miss a big chance, and he can hit a long range shot as well. Um, and even in like some of the games like even against Everton like when they needed a goal he steps up like there were nil nil forty minutes gone he steps up. Yeah, and I think if you take him out of that team, I think it would be a huge miss because. He brings energy and, you know, he's just so scary. And it's actually, he's so underrated, as you said. Like, he isn't mentioned in that bracket for some reason, yeah. you know, with these other players. 21, He's. I think it's because he's humble as well. You know, he's not... Oh, he's not got, like, the
0: ego. No, or, he's
2: not got an ego. Every, everybody loves him. Like, even when you see when he's with England and all, they give him a bit of stick about Kim Kardashian and all that, you know. Um, and he just takes it on the chin and he's, he's just such a good player. And, you know, you're just jealous that yeah. they have such a talent because... There's no stopping him. Like he's just going to keep getting better and better because he's reaching an l- another level this year. Like last year, he was decent. He was very good last year too. But this, for me, is the player of the year. And as you said, like he could play for any team in the world. Well, you do get jealous,
0: I'm... especially because we have to watch Antony every week. So I know. <laughs> How's uh, that for? <laughs> and the mad <laughs> thing is, he
2: got his opportunity because Pepe was such a flop. Mm-hmm. Because if Pepe would have came in and played well, he have got as we, many opportunities. I, we might you not know? have never heard so of Arsenal fans. fans shut fans, your fucking mouth when yeah. you're talking
1: about Pepe. He's, He's a good lad. Like. Yeah. He did. All I
0: hope you're enjoying the pod, mate. He did <laughs> use a favor, so yeah. he did. Um well look, um let us know in the comments um on either Spotify or YouTube, whatever platform it is that you watch um our podcast on. Let us know in the comments whether you agree with our list. and um, what would your um top ten be out of those players? So as always, you can follow us at Bottom Bins paw. That is our handle for Twitter, Instagram and uh uh, tiktok god i took a brain for it there um you'll find us on the powerless sports app prly sports on the apple app store it is the future of football fan interaction folks so get on that one um and as always folks thank you very much for listening and keep keep it bottom bins
2: keep it bottom bins